and Grace watching Stargate. They made a podcast that's on iTunes that you should rate. Nix is a super fan. Grace is pretty new. Kaylee the Thorgy will help them make it through. Bartender Nick is here to make them drinks. As they reference random pop culture things. Crying out loud, they'll put a smile on your face. There's no place like Tara with Nix and Grace. Welcome to episode 192 of There's No Place Like Terra, a Stargate First Watch Rewatch podcast. I'm Nixie. And I'm Grace. And today we are going over SGA Season 1, Episode 20, The Siege Part 2. Ah! <laughs> That's right, <laughs> Um Oh, well, I also wanted to share the, the slate I saw at the end in memory, because I, I googled Bob Scarabelli, because yes. I wanted to know. Yes. Uh, in memory of Bob Scarabelli. Yes. Because it sounds like he was a really freaking cool person. He was, yes, and he was um, he was one of the visual effects guys. Yeah. And, he started uh, an effects company in Vancouver. Yep. Cool dude. That's all I'm going to share. And uh, my AKA was just, I don't remember the full title, but it was Atlantis's very long, very no good, bad day. <laughs> horrible, terrible, no good, bad day. Yeah, horrible, day. terrible, no good, bad day. <laughs> I like that. That's 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 the that's my AKA for this episode. Yeah, my AKA stance. I was gonna do a Death Star Luke X Wing fighter yeah. reference, uh-huh. but I'm not ready. Okay, I need to know what happens first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, uh, but not see. And I got much more of, um, of a a Return of the Jedi vibe. Flying oh. into the Death Star. Okay, fair. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the with the Falcon flying into the center. Y- yeah, that makes more sense, Doug Grace. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. I wasn't gonna like judge you or anything. Oh no, please star- judge. And your Star Trek I'm, I'm totally Star Wars fine. knowledge. Jeez, Stargate now. I'm gonna take another drink. Yay! Let's do that. Um, hey, we never profess to know all the facts. And I mean, voting yes. No, I don't. We Here's the problem: the is facts. usually this is I've mentioned this before. I try to pack a whole bunch of random useless knowledge into my head. Uh-huh. Sometimes they don't connect. Right. And there's too much, and so they just like out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's only so much the bucket can hold. And so sometimes like weird circuits cross, and. Names don't reflect images in my head. I don't know anything. I've realized that I know things for a while, and then they go away. <laughs> so this is apropos of nothing, but I just have to point this out. We give Kaylee a, a greenie. Yes. Uh, every, before each podcast, not to sponsored bribe her. by greenie. Um, <laughs> to be fair, it's not bad greenie. It's fine. Oh, okay. And so she runs around with it for a while. And what I just have to point out is is she ran upstairs a couple seconds ago, and I assume she was taking her greenie up to chew upstairs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She just ran back down, jumped on the bed with no greenie in her mouth, and is now, she had buried it in the blanket before she ran upstairs. Oh, in case we wanted it. So I don't know. It's like the guy at work who locks his computer when he goes to the bathroom. It's like, bro. But no, I don't know why it. she ran upstairs is the question. Because yeah, she was up there for about five seconds. She needed to check something. And now she's um, burying the carpet. Sorry, I just had to. It was very Since strange. we're sharing cute dog stories, can yeah. I share one cute dog 100%, story? 100% because okay, you have adorable okay. dogs. 
Um, so our dogs don't get a lot of stuffy toys yeah, or crazy for toys because they just destroy yeah. everything. However, they do have a lot of bones because uh-huh. bones great for all the time. They're yeah. big. They're not little. They land with really quietly on the ground. Oh, super quietly on our wood floors. Um, <laughs> but it's one of the things that's safe for them to have around. Yeah. So they have a ton of these bones, mm-hmm. a ton of them. Last night, we were all in bed. It was like bedtime. Yeah. They were both lazy, uh-huh. and there was only one bone on the bed. <laughs> so I'm watching them to make sure there's no fighting yeah. happen. They took turns <laughs> and shared the bone. So one of them would gnaw on the bone for like two or three minutes, and the other one would watch, and then they would switch. Back and you would think oh that God. we don't give them seven thousand bones <laughs> that you can find to the point where at night when I walk to the bathroom I have to be very careful. Yeah, just shuffle your feet. Uh huh. I just shuffle my feet around because I'm like wading through a sea of bones, but they did not want to get up. So <laughs> that's my dog story. Kaylee has a bone upstairs, mm-hmm. and she knocked it off the bed days before, so it's been on the floor. And she went to try to get it last night, but she accidentally kicked it underneath the dresser. Oh, And then yeah. she proceeded to just take the rug, the little carpet that I keep on the side yeah. of the bed, and, like, put it into a ball <laughs> while barking at the bone, and yeah. then coming in the bathroom to bark at me, sure. and then going back to the bone and barking at it. <laughs> Somebody do something about this. <laughs> this is, Carpet's not doing anything emergency. about it. Emergency! Yeah. <laughs> it's very We important. have a bone down! Bone down! <laughs> Someone send you back. We need extraction. (laughs) So it's adorable. Okay. Um, Dog stories. March 25th, 2005. So we have two guest stars. That's a nutty time to do a season finale. Well, you know, Stargate airs weird times. That's true. Okay, that's true. Um, We have one major new guest star and one minor guest star. And I think I've already mentioned the minor one, but that's okay. But Clayton... Landy. Is that Colonel Dylan Everett? Everett? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mr. I don't know if I like him. I don't know if I like him. Back in the day, if you happen to watch Knott's Landing, he was on a couple seasons. Oh. Um, but he's been a working man's actor for decades. He's done, like, you know, you can't list how many plays, how many movies, how many television episodes. He's done it all. He's, you know, directed. He's done some producing. He's like, he's just... He's just a dude who's doing the dude thing. You've seen him around. (laughs) Work an actor. Yes. Those guys are always great. Um, And you know when Taylor awesomely fights at a Thosian? Yes. That is Bam Bam, James Bamford, who is the stunt coordinator for the series. (sighs) Of course. Of course. You'd have to fight some badass. And I think we mentioned it before really briefly because he played, remember when, like, the Replicator 8th, he sort of briefly came, they beamed him on oh. to the uh, Asgard ship. Yes. That was also Bam Bam. Got it. But he's currently... Bam Bam. Um, He's actually the stunt coordinator for Atlantis and eventually Universe. Okay. He is the stunt double for um, for um, um, Joe Flanagan. I was like, John Shepard. No, that's not the actor's that's name. That's not his real name. <laughs> He's currently the president and on the executive board of Stunts Canada. Stunts Canada. And um, producer on Arrow. I don't know if it's an LLC. It just feels like it should be an LLC. Um, producer on Arrow has directed some Arrow. Super oh, wow. Arrow. Um, 
He's done stunts on so many goddamn shows that you can't really fully list him. He's a stunt double for Jerry O'Connell back in Slider's days. Holy moly, I forgot that show existed. For, like, Hugh Jackman in X2. You know that um, Jesse's uh, kung fu, one of his kung fu, I guess they're called masters? I don't know what they're sure. senseis. I don't know. Um, was the stunt guy for Deadpool. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, he's like, yeah, I guess he made it. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's, Bam Bam's awesome. Yeah. First of all, his nickname his is Bam Bam. His Bam Bam. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Does he walk around with a giant club? I would, no. Bam. <laughs> Bam Bam. Bam Bam may just be the sound of his head hitting against things. He is a stunt man. <laughs> That's fair. So previously it. on Atlantis. Yep. Hive ships coming out. We have a satellite. It was super powerful. It eventually took out one of three hive ships, although it also took out one Peter uh-huh. Groden. Also, our self-destruct isn't strong enough to keep the Wraith from figuring out how to fly the ship yeah. back to Earth. Good times. Yeah. Previously on. The shit's hit the fan. <laughs> previously Everybody on. Out. We're fucked. We are fucked. Fucked, fucked, fucked. Let's have a musical episode about it. <laughs> Could you oh, imagine wow. a musical episode of Stargate? All my hopes and dreams would be happy. I mean, I they did know. it on Angel. No, they did it on Buffy. They did, they did on a Buffy. puppet episode on Angel. What? I never made it that far. Oh, the puppet episode on Angel is great. I feel horrified. No, it was really awesome. Not everyone was puppets. Just is David Bernie. better, though? Just Angel. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it was so good. No, seriously. Okay, okay. I'll have to watch it. I actually really, really... I love all of Angel, but I actually really love later seasons. Oh, wow. Okay. I don't know if everyone agrees with me, but I do. You but should, brain can't... Okay, you should but brain can't process. I will finish Buffy and then Angel. Add that to your list. Uh, well, sure. I'll be uh, my, honest. My growing list of things. I finally finished Dead Like Me. Oh, did you? It's fun. It's so it's much fun. It's not like the most like uh, outrageous no, it's thing. It's just no, fun. It's just fun. And Manny Patinkin can do anything. He, he can. Manny Patinkin can just sit there and like look at the screen and be like, "You're cool." Yeah, like you, you know, a lot of people like you can just listen to him read the telephone book. Manny Patinkin doesn't even have to go yeah, there and read the telephone book. Just gonna sit there with his arms crossed and yeah. judge me. Yeah. And I'll be like, "You're right. Yeah. You're right, Manny Patinkin." You know, this, you know what? I just want like a video feed of Manny Patinkin with his arms crossed, nodding. Like I just want to share <laughs> things with. Yeah. Him yeah. and feel like he's he supporting me. Therapist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like everything's gonna be fine. He's got that vibe. He actually should be a therapist. Well, like, I will... maybe I can call him and be like, "Will you be my mentor?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> I will say this: mm-hmm. if you have a hard time getting, again, this feels like sacrilege for a lot of people, but this is my own experience. If you have a hard time finishing Buffy, mm-hmm. just go to Angel. Hmm. I. I, I like Buffy. I enjoy some of the characters on Buffy. They had some really great storylines. They okay. have some really fantastic characters that I love. But I really, really, really liked Angel Mountains more than Buffy. Well, I've, I've watched the first season of Angel because I've gotten far enough into Buffy where yeah. I got to the first season of Angel. The and first season is the least good. Okay. I love Buffy. I love I love Buffy. Buffy. No, I love the show. Yeah, I love Buffy. I love Buffy. I, I also love loved characters. the movie, which I know people don't think oh, I didn't mind highly of. Um, I like the the nostalgia. Yeah. Yeah. And it's got a little more of the stuff I love, like that 90s feel. Yeah. But oh, I guess... trust me. There's some 90s feel going okay. on in Angel, too. I dig it. 
But anyways, um, yeah, that hey, is what our we hear about? Buffy Angel talk. <laughs> Got it. So Thank we start with the McKay Buffy Angel minute. still in his red jumpsuit heading back to Atlantis, who has no time for snark. That's how you know how tired McKay is in wow. this episode. Um, the Wraith are moving again, but slowly. They've kind of been, they're like, hey, we should readdress the situation and not head straight in. They have some surprises for us. Hmm. These scrappy earthlings. Yeah. So at this point, they're like, we don't know if the Wraith are going to be here in two hours or two days. Yeah. Super helpful. Thanks. Just uh, hang on to your butts. There's really not much else you can do. So the last group is ready for evac to the Alpha site. Um, The city is mostly empty. So... Can I tell you the dumb thing I did real quick before we get too far? Yeah. So I'm watching this episode uh-huh. to take my notes. Yeah. And I was like, didn't I see this one already? Yeah. Aren't did. we ahead? No. No. I've seen it because we watch them twice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just wanted you to guys know where my head is today. That's all. Bye. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, they set the self-destruct of the city. Um, Weir enters her code, then John enters his code. Hmm. And I blame the gold. I mean Shlanda. they're out of <laughs> they're out of options at this point. It's not good times. It's this is the part where it just feels bad and you're like you know the eagles are going to come save them. Yeah. <laughs> they're in the trees and yeah. everything's on fire. But also, you don't know, but you do know. Well, I mean, the shittiest part of this entire situation is that they have to hear that alarm for 10 hours. Yeah. Oh, that in itself is no. Talk about the uh, a testament of their their mind. Silent alarm, people. You know it's gonna happen. Yeah. Or just like like Westminster chime that <laughs> every fifteen minutes. Let it remind us, hey, you're about to die. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. So they start <laughs> dialing the alpha site. <laughs> Can you imagine? like a re- nuclear reactor alarm that's just bow, like glados we're <laughs> all going to die that's actually incredibly creepy yeah and i'm kind of for more it's almost worse but I, okay we got to write the horror movie see here's the thing westminster chimes are soothing to me because right. i grew up with them so i meant take your soothing sound and make it awful yeah and make it the most horrifying thing because it super spells cool. imminent death super cool yeah imminent death well i mean they're not gonna be there when it goes off but still it's just like the countdown we need to write the horror movie where that's what plays right before someone gets killed in the hunger games in the hunger games <laughs> um so, before they can lock into the Alpha site, they have an incoming wormhole. <sighs> and even more confusing is that the IDC is from Stargate Command. So, think back, because I want to know where your brain went. Yeah. What did you think when he's like, we have an incoming wormhole? What was your first thought? Like, who is on the other side? I don't know if I had enough time to process to form. Because okay. they, they go to it being the, the Stargate IDC. Sh- as soon really as I quickly. heard we have an IDC, uh-huh. I naturally assumed Earth because I knew they had a ZPM. Down. Right, right. That's true. They do. Is that um, where your head went? No. Okay. I was like, is it the Asgard? <laughs> the Asgard? Yeah, I thought it was the Asgard, or because I know Jason Momoa shows up later. Yeah. I was like, is it Jason Momoa? Jason Momoa knocking on my door. Is it? I'm Aquaman? gonna get it. Yeah. Just water gonna come spurging out? Hello. Hello. I'm Jason Momoa, here to help you. Uh, my name is Aquaman. Yes. 
You are in an ocean. <laughs> Let me call. Come with me if you want to live. <laughs> Wait, wrong <laughs> franchise. It's fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> um, I really did. I really thought I did not. I, I mean, it's logical. Like, yeah, yeah. There's I thought it many was going to be some other like friends ally that we've never met, but that would be shitty writing. It's a good thing I'm not a writer. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes! Okay, I'm back. I'm, let's get through the credits. So y'all. a whole a whole group of Marines and gear arrive through the Stargate, yeah. led by Colonel Dylan Everett. Jack sends his compliments on a job well done under extraordinary circumstances, and with a salute, he tells Weir, "You are relieved." Ooh, you would think she would be relieved to be relieved, but that's no. not our Weir. No, and everyone's like, "Come again? What?" what? Huh? Like, I think I'd be relieved to see them there. I'd be like, awesome, but huh? Yeah. yeah. He yeah. immediately lambasts all of them for going to leave without a fight and orders them to stop the evacuation and turn off the self-destruct. Yeah. And where's like, very off-put, going, this is a lot to take in, and who is this guy coming in here barking out orders that are opposite of mine? It's Yeah. I, I think I would think the same. But also... How else do you walk into that situation? Because oh, he's probably scared as fuck. Yeah, and, and, hot, and shoving that fear. Wait well, it's these. like, okay, the only way through this is through this, so let's fucking through, go yeah. through this and just like pretend that we're all the dude that we are supposed to be and then become it. He, he confirms that Earth got their message about the Wraith coming and he's here with men and gear for one job and one job only to defend Atlantis at all costs. This part got me teary. Credits. Ah. I know it's difficult to organize because of like production reasons, uh-huh. but it would have been really lovely in my soul to have, as soon as the Stargate is connected, to have Jack's voice come over and be like, yo, you in a pickle? Need some help? Yeah. Hey, yeah. I'm sending, or even just, hey, I'm sending some people over. Yeah. Make sure to put out the welcome mat. Hey, some still other- alive? Yeah. You know. Yeah. But I get it. This guy's brusque, but he knows, you know, he knows what needs to be done. Mm-hmm. He's doing the things. So when we come back, this guy just hands Weir a note and immediately throws, uh, from from Jack, and immediately throws <laughs> some shade anger at John for reasons we will find out later. Yeah. The note's just like kind drawings. Probably. Mm-hmm. Probably. Yeah. It's just a stick figure of like a person it's with like a, a gun. St- a Stargate. And then like a weird wraith <laughs> thing on the other side. And then an arrow with, that like, says X's. you. And then it's like her screaming. Yeah. And then it's like Everett. <laughs> it's like guy with gun. <laughs> wraith dead. And, and also, mind you, there's a very well written note under this. Uh-huh. But this was just him fucking around. Exactly. Because this is how he gets his stress out. <laughs> um, and so to sum up. <laughs> start doing that at work. <laughs> he sums up uh, Mobius to McKay with the mm-hmm. ZPM and how it was buried, but it was here, but we have it now. And it's being sent to after... There's it, fish in the pond. It's, it's a big it's a thing. Yeah. But we made a Stargate. Uh-huh. It was cool. We sent the ZPM up to the Daedalus. You know it. You've heard of it. And now the Daedalus will be here in four days. Yeah. Hey, let's pretend that we don't have all this time, okay? I'm in charge now. Bye. Four days. Yeah. Yeah. Is how quick that ship is moving. That's... Awesome. So Everett is about to hold um, hold up in the conference room for some tactical position talk mm-hmm. after ordering John to recall people from the Alpha site mm-hmm. and does not want to include Weir in that conversation, mm-hmm. brushes her aside. Mm-hmm. And 
basically you get the feeling that they're going to have to drag Weir from that kicking and screaming. Yeah, she's like, no, I'm, I'm the bus. I'm the bus. The one part I can't tell, I've listened to it a couple times, is when, right before John runs off, is, does he tell him to join me and my officers in the conference room, or join me in my offices in the conference room? Oh, I don't know. I couldn't tell which one he was saying. I was too busy looking at their faces. Yeah. Like, watching their faces. But one... Because we're just like... Fuck you and the horse you rode in on. Yeah, I can see him saying both. Yeah, I am a self-rescuing princess. Um, yeah. That's to be fair, as she proves later, she fucking she is, is a self-rescuing she princess. Is. And to his credit, he's aware. Yes. Yeah. So we come back from, um, we come back and we're in the conference room and Everett is in full planning mode. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ford is right there with him. Yeah. I mean, he's a Marine. Yeah. And super excited that they brought some new fancy real guns and explosive things. Yeah. He's like, I like this guy. And these real guns are like, go on Prometheus type real guns. Yeah, 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 yeah. They don't pull any punches. Well, you can't when you're dealing with Wraith. Like, you have to sit in a jute thing. Yeah. Like, Like they're turrets, right? Wouldn't that be the right word? They plant it there. Yeah. In your game of um, uh, Dungeons and Dragons. Galaga. <laughs> I'm thinking of like those shooters, those shooters when we were younger. Yeah. That just kind of scroll down the screen until you oh, just space plant a little turret. Yes, thank you. Space Invaders. And you just yeah. plant little turrets. Yeah. And then you like go across the screen and then try not to die. I mean, most of my weapon knowledge at this point does come from Dungeons and Dragons. Sure. So that's unless fair. there's like, I can equivalent to the medieval version that's in Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> yes, medieval turrets. That's got to be a thing, right? I'm sure they are. Sure. Crossbows, giant crossbows. Yeah. Ta da! Yeah. Got it. <laughs> I can't say the spoiler thing that I want to say on Critical Role, and it's annoying. Don't so, say it. I'm oh, here, you it. want to say it? You want me to mute my... They, that they just saw blah, blah, Critical blah, Role. Blah. It was really cool, and they were magic and arcane. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> I actually didn't hear what you said. Okay. I made enough noises. It's okay. It was... So, so it's possible the people at home also didn't hear, probably. so I apologize. To be fair, <laughs> the people at home, like, I didn't actually say what episode it was in or anything. Yeah. And it's the thing that could happen in Envious. It was the worst reference to something. No, I think it I've was ever made. great. It was a reference made <laughs> in the style of a magic 3DI image. Yeah. Where you have to decipher it through me <laughs> saying gibberish into the microphone. And it's also a reference that could happen in every single episode. Yeah. Of they did something stupid, but somehow survived. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, anyway. Ford's excited for new things that go boom. Uh-huh. So John and Weir come in. The self-destruct has been stopped. But if, as to contacting the Alpha Sites, Weir's like, we're going to wait on that a second. Yeah. Let me tell you why. And, uh, <laughs> and, and Everett's like, Colonel. <clears throat> Not Colonel. Major. Major. I was had this big dramatic moment. I fucked it up by using No, you're fine. You're fine. Start, just keep moving. Dial the alpha site. And and Weir's like, no, no, no. I said, hold up. Yeah. It's been my job for almost a year to keep these people safe. And you've been here all of five minutes. Yeah. Like, you know, breathe a second. Yeah. And he gives no shits about any of the shits that Weir has. Mm-hmm. And uh, he goes, I don't have to explain anything to you. Or do I need your cooperation in any of this? Uh, but... But John goes out, true, 
but you could use my help in this. Uh Uh-huh. And with all due respect, you should answer Dr. Weir. He's like, hey, bro, Weir's cool. And this is not a threat. It's just pointing out that if you cut out Dr. Weir, Uh all of the people that have, like, looked to her and trust her and respect her will not respect you. Yeah, it's, it's a smart leader that understands that leadership isn't a title, it is a role. Yes. And Dr. Weir has played this role, so if you want to lead these people, you gotta let her in. And John's like, that includes me, by the way. Mm-hmm. And then Ford's just like, mom and dad are fighting. Yeah, Ford's like, I'm really awkward yeah. standing in the middle. So, so can I play with the guns? <laughs> yeah. can, can I play with the gun now? Can I just... I'm going to go over here and play with this I'm gun. Okay, go, bye. I'm going to go count all the new rounds of ammunition. Yeah. Gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Everett looks over at Weir and goes, have a seat. Good. Smart. He's yeah. a smart leader. Meanwhile, outside, McKay's Link and a few other scientists are watching the doors close, shut uh, out of the conversation. Uh, speaking of, And yeah. they're like, when the military steps in, the scientists take a back seat until they need them, and they always do. He's like, ah, the military, sigh. <laughs> yeah, that's basically what they do. Yeah. Because they don't need the scientists right up until they uh-huh. do need the scientists. They need a little scientist union on Atlantis. Like, representation. Well, haven't needed one up till now. Well, that's true. Needed a form one real quick. Real fast, real fast. Just then three. <laughs> down down below them, uh-huh. in the cargo, mm-hmm. we see nukes. <laughs> Yay. Cool, cool, cool. Yay. Um, but they are apparently some super fancy, super powerful, NACWD-infused nukes that have almost no EM and are invisible to radar. Cool. So, like, super nukes. Uh-huh. Super stealth nukes. Super stealth nukes. Ninja nukes. Stealth space mines. <gasps> Ninja nukes? That's a drink. Ooh, ninja nukes. Ninja nukes. Um, and they're going to set Something's these... going to be really strong and you don't realize. <laughs> We're doing it, guys. We're doing it. Ninja nukes. Um, they're going to basically plant these between the Wraith and Atlantis. And hopefully they can do it very, very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, Everett brought four pilots with them. Carson's giving them the gene therapy treatment yes. right now. Yeah. So if it takes, John's going to show them how to fly the jumpers. Mm-hmm. And John's not going to go out because he wants John at the weapons chair. Yeah, he's like, get in, loser. You're going chairing. Because <laughs> they brought with them also a new toy, a Mark II Nacquita generator. Wow. To power the chair. We've just got all the fun toys all for you All the here. new toys. Which, you know, if you play video games, you know that this could be that where you die. Uh, yeah. This is the part right before you face the big, big monster. Yeah. You're gonna die, or, you, or maybe not. And John's like, this is actually kind of starting to sound like an actual plan. Mm. And Everett's like, glad you approve. I wish I wish you'd said, I love it when a plan comes together. <laughs> but there's probably, like, rights probably. and usage things. <laughs> I love it when a plan starts to form. There you go. <laughs> they just have to hold out for four days. And then they can power the shield with the ZPM once Daedalus arrives. Yay. And for now... Now that Weir is in the loop, can you please contact the motherfucking Alpha site? <laughs> and by the way, John, this is the last time I ever give you an order twice. Yes. To be fair, it was three times. But that's fine. <laughs> we'll not talk about that. We're not. I never counting. said it was good at math. 
And then we get a montage. Then we have a fantastic montage it's of them montage. armoring up Atlantis with new giant space guns and that we didn't quite see come through the gate, but that's okay. It was open for 42 minutes. It's fine. Everything's fine. Um, I love the change in music. 39 minutes, sorry. When we go. It's like number 42. Yeah, assume it's, it's everything. Well, I wonder why. Um, I love the change in music when we go from like soldiering to scienting. Yeah. Um, the music gets a little bit lighter. I just, I really dig the attention they did, they paid to sound in this yeah, episode. This, everything wow. about this episode is wow. visually and auditory stunning. Um, I cried a couple times during this episode, which is normal for Grace. Yeah. But <laughs> I, I think the sound had a lot to do with it. The sound, again, the sound and the visuals, the effects in this shot are mm. some of the best effects I think personally have been in Stargate as a whole. In this, like during the fights and things? Yeah. We'll get to those. For oh sure. my God, we'll get to those. Um, but there is a whole bunch of the space guns. Um, John shows the pilots how to fly the jumper. Zelenka and McKay start looking up, you know, hooking the chair up to the new generator. We get a fantastic quick shot of the jumpers flying over Atlantis. You know what would have been a good song here? I'm holding out for a hero. Holding up for a hero till the end of the night. And it's gotta be something. And it's gotta be something. It's gotta be, gotta be faster than light. I need a hero. hero. <laughs> okay, I'm done. Okay, <laughs> but then that we see the scientists getting armored up with guns. That's when you know shit's serious when you're yeah. handing out the guns to that all the scientists. That always makes me sad. I know it's because they're like they're scientists. I don't know. There's certain weird things that hit this spot in my heart, and I don't know how to place it. But it's it's like the security guard at the bank that doesn't get a gun. Yeah. Something about it just be there's just it's, there's nothing but courage keeping them there. And it's just also I think the biggest testament to it is just the fact that they know, as what happens later in this episode, they know the threat can be in Atlantis at any yeah. point. Yeah. They know that everyone who stays in Atlantis may have to defend. There's just this dignity and there's honor. Yeah. And, and I, I, I just. It also it, goes back to the spot. theory that I've said a number of times that whoever you are in Atlantis, even if you're Zelenka in Atlantis, uh-huh. you've been through basic weapon training. Yes. I mean, Zelenka for sure. Oh, yeah. But well, yeah. Zelenka because he's the most interesting. Zelenka man in the world. because he's the super secret agent uh-huh. who's actually going to save the entire universe. Uh-huh. <laughs> exactly. Um, oh. So, and then and then uh, the, the space gets space mined. Yeah. <laughs> I just love the phrase space mined. Yep. So, um, then we have Taylor and Bam Bam sparring in the mm-hmm. gym. It's awesome. It's really kind of awesome. It's, it's really kind of hot. super awesome and yeah, a little, a little hot. Uh-huh. A little lot it's of hot. It's steamy. It's steamy. It's, it's, it makes me want to learn that fighting style uh-huh. so much. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's got their things. Watching them fight to me, it's like they're, it's like foreplay towards each but other. But it's, what's interesting to me is it's Because they're not, displaying their physical prowess. Yeah, but it's not every type of hand-to-hand fighting. There's no. something about this specifically that's yeah. like... Yes. It's it's because it's so intimate. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe they're all intimate. I don't know anything about fighting. Well, but I mean, I like... I just know I like it. But I just know, like, even if even if it was in a show like this, mm-hmm. like, boxing matches aren't right. the same to me. N- n- yeah. Fencing matches or something aren't because the same. Because, again, because there's this... This lack of intimacy. Yeah. In the other styles where there's a separation. There's, like, 
gear or other things holding you from each other. Whereas yeah. you've got the sticks, but that's it. It's yeah. just your body and their bodies. And, and especially because it's specifically a sparring match and not actually like a, a fight. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's just awesome. There's it's Okay, let's move forward. Um anyway, Everett and his shadows are watching all of this yeah. and she will not turn around to look at Everett until she is done. She's with in her the middle session. of something. Yeah. And ends her session properly. Mm-hmm. And he's basically here to tell Taylor that he doesn't trust her. And to stay out of the way. Because oh. we can handle the defense of Atlantis without you. <sighs> this is a bummer. It's really cold in here suddenly. Oh, yeah. it's real icy. It's, it's a bummer. Oh, it's real frosty in here. Um, yeah. He, oh. Yeah. He's just coming in a lot hotter than he needs to entirely he's he's just trying to set his command authority over everything yeah he wants to put his fingers his thumbprints and everything to just be able like this is this is he's just trying to take control in Uh a much heavier handed way than is probably needed on atlantis but he's also wants to make sure everything is proper the way he wants to see it yeah yeah it's a interesting in the chair room uh, McKay and Zlink are trying to get it to work while Carson sits in the chair. Again, can we please, like, at this point, we know Carson doesn't like getting in the chair. No. He's not going to get in the bath with you. Well, here's the thing. And, Put and... some straps on it. <laughs> but here's the thing that I think they, there are a number of people on Atlantis now who have the gene. Mm-hmm. But they definitely, they, it, I like the subtle way they say it is that regardless of who Carson's given the gene to. Yeah. After John, Carson is the second most, like, naturally yeah, adept with the gene. I, I just, what is, I wonder what his fear ultimately is. I would love for our, well, ther- I mean, our, our psychiatrist. Well, I blew people up the first. No, I know. But there's there's got to be more than that. I think it's because it's just outside his realm. It, it's the lack of control yeah. that keeps him there, right? 100%. So it's, it keeps him from wanting to do it. So there's this fear of losing control. Yeah. So... I just want the therapist to dig in. I want like a whole episode of Carson where our psychiatrist woman's like, why are you so scared to lose control? Yeah. What have you done before that has made you lose control? In this way where it kind of becomes a funny episode yeah. where he does some crazy like scuba diving mission <laughs> or he flies a puddle jumper and just does like loop de loops all day. Like it's the air show. Um, but there's clearly this fear of letting go. Something. There's this fear of what he may hold in Side. There's something for sure. Who I um, but he has to just listen to McKay. Mm-hmm. No one's gonna get hurt. Just focus on only the chair oh. powering up. And Carson, rightly so, does not want to hear about all the things he shouldn't think They're about. Because then you're just gonna think about them. Yeah, that's how that part works. Um, what was I doing last night? Um, the movie Us. Yeah. Scared the crap out of me. Uh-huh. A lot. Yeah. Still does. Okay. And every night, in the middle of the night. Because I'm getting old, yeah, I have to pee. Uh huh. Um, and every night in the middle of the night, you have to get old for that to happen. When I when I wake up to have to pee in the middle of the night, I go, "Don't think about the movie." Yes. (laughs) Why did you think about the movie? Yes. Now I'm thinking about the movie. Yes. I've said many times before when I do that in the middle of the night, it's I'm like, "Don't think about the fluke man in the toilet." 
and then coming just, up and just like you, biting you you know you pee as fast as you can and now i'm like paralyzed because i'm like is it worse if i turn the light on or if i leave it off yeah. what's worse what's worse what yeah. do i do what do i do yeah um because if so the fuck man the comes up from the toilet you know where he's biting yeah yeah I understand Carson's pain. That's all I'm trying to say. This was a big... McKay gives no shits about Carson's pain. He hasn't slept in probably days. I know. Carson does power up the chair. Mm -hmm. Good, 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 good. And shit. McKay just disconnects, walks out without saying anything, until he pokes his head back in and tells tells Alenka to get Carson out of the chair, which Carson's very happy to do. Sure. McKay runs up to the control room, goes to Weir noticeably brushing off Everett. Yeah. And that's who he is. Because that's is. what he's going to do. Yeah, he has, gives no shits about uh-huh. this Everett dude right now. Uh, according to McKay, Weir is in command. Yeah. End of story. And and what is he going to do? Dismiss McKay? Okay, yeah. have, fun. have fun. Good luck figuring uh-huh. all this shit out. Um, so he has the chair working. Everett's like, good news. McKay's like, fuck off. No, it's not. <laughs> so there's only a few dozen drones left at most. Most were likely used last time the city had to defend itself. Yeah, remember that time that the city almost didn't make it? Uh Uh-huh. And all the Atlanteans had to disperse? And now new alarms sound. Ah. They have incoming. They just appeared. Mm -hmm. Hundreds of objects approaching the planet. Everything's fine. Um, They weren't detected by long-range sensors because they're just rocks. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The Wraith are throwing rocks at them from the asteroid belt. They're smart. Fucking, yeah. Not trying to hurt Atlantis. Um, Most of them were most likely going to burn up in the atmosphere, not do anything, but they don't have to enter the atmosphere to destroy all of the mines. Yeah, good job, y'all. Which can't be deactivated. Yeah. So they watch the readouts, and with the moments, there's a big ol' fireworks show in the atmosphere. I mean, it was pretty. Was pretty. <laughs> and the detonation of all those mines has fogged up the sensors. They have no clue where the hive ships are. They it's going to take hours to unfog them. We just made things worse. We um, just made things worse. Yeah, and they just lost their primary line of defense they set up. Woo. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, this is fine. This is fine. All the little turrets are gone. Yep. <laughs> so Everett summons John into the hologram room. He wants to watch it, see what he can learn from it. Um, to try and not repeat the mistakes of the last time the city had to defend itself against the Wraith. Which is a smart approach. Watch the tapes. See how it to is. win the game. Yeah. He doesn't seem very interested in watching the tapes, though. No. John does turn it on, explain that here's the Star Trek of the Galaxy with all of the Lantean planets. Uh-huh. Here's a hundred years later, and it's the Wraith have taken them all except for one. Mm-hmm. And the Lanteans held up in Atlantis for multiple years, yeah. alone on this planet, mm-hmm. surrounded by Wraith. With, they won, they could win every single battle. But they were yes. never going to win the war. Because they were that vastly outnumbered. Fuck. Um, before we get into the shitty part of this room. Yeah. Let's take a minute and consider. Yeah. How cool yeah. this room would be uh-huh. for Shepard to take a date on. Uh-huh. Because my little history nerd heart yeah. would have been like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. uh-huh. Okay, let's make out now. Yeah. <laughs> Can we leave the stars really up? Cool. Can we leave yeah. the stars Leave up? everything up? Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> Stop talking. <laughs> because it's so cool. It's really cool. I wish that was a thing that existed that we could go look at and, like, the guide, like, just makes everything appear for you. I mean, it's called the planetarium. <gasps> Not the same. <laughs> like a history walkthrough. 
like a holographic history like a holographic planetarium no 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 like i want to walk through like this is um you know this was pompeii you want a holodeck yeah yeah i need a everyone holodeck. wants a holodeck yeah, but I need it. Well, you could just use your imagination really well. No. Like, like they did in Community. <laughs> <laughs> no, I need it. Okay, that's all. I just want... This room is really fucking cool. Okay, yeah. that's all. And it's not that John thinks this is a no-win scenario. Like, mm-hmm. it's just that even if they win, they're going to be back. Mm-hmm. And finally we get to it. Yes. We finally get to Everett's beef with John Shepard. Uh, yes. The ulterior motives for being in the room. He tells him that he was very, very good friends with Colonel Sumner. Mm-hmm. And he can't imagine how John could get that close to rescuing him and ultimately fail. And the fact that John even admits to firing the shot that killed him. This is one of those, fuck you, dude. Yeah. John's yeah. like... That is 100% what he wanted me to do in that situation. You weren't there. You don't know. And Everett's like, so you think you know him better than I have over um, decades? So it's like, that's not the point. Yeah. Um, Come talk to me after you've seen one of these rights take a person out. Yeah. And then, and then, and then don't let me know what you think. And Everett's like, I wish for Sumner's sake that I was there. And John points out that there's not a night that goes by that he doesn't stay awake and he doesn't replay that moment in his head. And yeah. every time he does, an alarm sounds just then. Dun, 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 dun. Both men call, call up to the control room as mm-hmm. if they're both in command. Yeah. One of them isn't anymore. No. Darts are coming. They'll finish this later. Oof. Johnny's head to the chair. In control room... It's like a hundred or so darts, it looks like, on the more so couple hundred. It's a shit ton it's of darts. It's just a string. On the screen. It's just a Christmas light string of darts. The sensors are still foggy, so they didn't know anything about them until they were like yeah, right well, on so top Remember of them. those things you brought that were supposed to help and made things worse? Gunners in position. Damage control parties are ready. Uh. And they darken the city. And we see the stunning shot of all the lights turning off in the Holy city. Holy crap. This moment, first, let's consider the graphics. Holy crap, that looked cool. It was so cool. And then also, I've never been in this situation. No one has. No But one. some of us have been in, like, war-type situations. Yeah. I can't imagine. The anticipation. The, the fucking adrenaline. Standing on the balcony. Just waiting for... The yeah. closest thing I can compare it to is, like... When we're, when we're in hurricane coverage at work, yeah. right? And it's coming, and it's coming, and we're waiting, and we're waiting, and it's finally like, okay, here it comes. It's yeah. going to barrel through here. Um, and that can't be, like, no. That's a like, fraction of yeah, anything. Yeah, it's like a half percent version of it. I can't imagine the amount of control yeah. that it would take for someone to just live through that. You yeah. just exist through it without, like, just puking yeah. or... or shitting yourself <laughs> or just crying i would just be crying just cry I, like i would still stand there and hold yeah. my weapon i would like to just believe cry. but i would just cry while yeah. it all happened be like let's all fucking out because then tomorrow we can't think about it anymore and we oh. yeah the the gunners the gunners are positioned everything is ready everyone's on the balcony ready to go light that shit up and we see the darts and and Ooh. and then we see to me some of the most stunning shots of Stargate, let alone Atlantis, with 
this dark city and the flares start coming over the city and you see the reflections in all the glass yeah. and all the buildings. Yep. It feels like I'm at the aquarium and I'm watching like the jelly tank. Yeah. It's just nuts. And then you see all of a sudden all of all of the firing starts. Uh-huh. All of the shots start firing everywhere and they just it is like the most destructive, beautiful fireworks show you've ever seen in your it, life. It is gorgeous. It is gorgeous. It is so well done. Holy crap. It is beautiful and haunting. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And we see the guns firing. Like, I just... I can't wax on poetically enough about these shots and what they did with these shots and having this set at night. It's... It's just an incredibly thoughtful approach to how delicate mm-hmm. it's all done. It's it's very delicate and very beautiful until you understand what's going on. So imagine watching that on a screen and being like, what's this video? This is cool. And yeah. then being like, oh, all those people are dying. Yeah. Um, you know, we've never had the opportunity to see what war looks like. No. I wonder if that's what it looks like. And it's also... You know, the, the the previously the largest battle that we've had mm-hmm. really in Stargate is the battle over Antarctica. Right. And if you think about it, this kind of is larger than that. Oh, yeah. Oh, it is. Um, and it's at night. Yeah. It's something. So it's definitely something. John arrives in the chair room. McKay says he still needs a minute to turn the generator on because it operates at a barely controlled state of overload Uh, it's not just an on switch and Mm -hmm. john is impatient as you can imagine sure 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 so at the guns they they radio to everett that the darts are starting to make kamikaze runs into the city and we see the light of a massive explosion outside the control room and all the lights the 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 controls that are really the only things lighting the control room those go out powers out darker yep They've lost primary systems now. Damn. These rights know what the fuck they're doing. So Everett and Weir go out to the balcony and the sky's just... Eating people. Yeah. Yeah. And it's eating people. That part makes me so sad. Yeah, we see one because this gun position get beamed up into a dart. Oh. Oh. Ah. Okay. And Ford... Knowing that this is your fate. Yeah. Knowing that this is very likely your fate. And still doing the job. Holy shit. And, Holy shit. And Ford alone is nearby and is running up to that gun position. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So before we get too much further. Yeah. This is where I want to hand out a tarot award. Okay. Uh, I'm going to do it now. Yeah. Because I don't want to forget. I literally <laughs> had in my notes at the very end to remind okay. Grace she had a tarot award. Let's consider the sound editing. Mm. And the visual effects. Yeah. I think this is our tarot award winners. 100%. Usually we give them for the acting, but... Because our, no. because as effects people like our unannounced terror war basically every week is to those. Sure. But this week hundred percent calling them out. This isn't this is just it's sick. Yeah. It's amazing. Uh, yeah. It's really cool. I, I love it. I love it. I love it. You can tell where they saved all their budget for. Hundred <laughs> percent and I'm okay with it. Yeah. Wowza. And I, I, I think take, if it wasn't what it was, it wouldn't hit as hard as it does. I will take bottle episodes to have <laughs> to have this when needed. Yeah. Done. So he finally gets the chair powered up and John fires the last few drones that have into the sky. Mm-hmm. Ford arrives at the gun and you can't deny 
Listen, it's a shitty thing. It's horrible. He's going through. There's a little tiny part of Ford that's like, yeehaw! I'm finally doing the things. Yeah. Um, I'm playing with among the fun all toys. the horrible. Like it's it's there's yeah. that weird dichotomy that yeah. exists. I'm playing with all the fun toys that I've always wanted to play with my whole life. Exactly. If I'm gonna go out, at least I'm doing a thing I love. Yeah. Yeah. So the beautiful, stunning haunting shots continue. Mm-hmm. Eventually, we see the, from the perspective of a few darts about to dive bomb the city that we all see coming. Ford is laser focused on those darts. We see a massive explosion as Ford hits the darts, and they and and it explodes right outside the control room balcony with yeah. Everett covering Weir for protection. Wowza. Yeah. And good on him. 100%. Yeah. Uh, and I think that was just a natural. That's one of those natural don't think about it. Well, instincts. but again, that's one of those things that teaches you, okay, this guy is yeah. here to protect. He's a good guy. He didn't just... run to protect himself. Yeah, he's he a good guy. He's just brush. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So John's still at the chair, controlling the drones, taking out the very last one. All the guns fall silent. And we see all the fires in the city, in the darkness. They've survived another night. There's one. So come daylight, there's still black smoke Mm -hmm. from where those impacts are. Three or four points. Power's out in parts of the city. Long-range sensors, internal sensors are both down. Mm Mm-hmm. Where wants to know the status of the hive ship? McKay's like, they're coming. That's their yeah, fucking status. Dude, get off my ass. I haven't slept in how many days now? Tomorrow, the day after, day after that. Someday we might not be here when they come. Yeah. And <laughs> he, he snaps. There's no more drones. We have ho- any ideas how we're going to survive the next, you know, influx of nope. bad guys? Nope. So John suggests flying a jumper right into the ships. Yeah. Return of the, the Jedi. The Death style. Star maneuver. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then go boom. <laughs> uh, it, you know, it wouldn't be a suicide mission either if the science bros can figure out how to control, remote control them. Yeah. From the chair. Yeah. Well, not, they don't know that yet. But Come on, science bros. McKay is annoyed. You show up with guns and your brush cuts and you, you, you always turn the scientists the last possible thing, you know, asking for the impossible. And, and Everett's like, when's the last time you've slept? No. The McKay's like, shut no. up. I have an idea. <laughs> it's like it does too at the same time it's the chair and they start yeah. they start sciencing it up uh-huh. and they they might maybe emphasize on the maybe parts be able to fly the jumpers with the drones the jumper has Ooh, yeah control be shitty but but gets the job done you know just strapping some missiles onto a ship and then flying it with that you don't need perfection you just need it to work yep. right we're just trying to survive here exactly so they go off um, to science, mm-hmm. and the, the jumper can't do much damage on its own, but John does know where they can get another nuke. Oh, that's right. No one's going to be happy about it. Sure, sure, sure. That's Janai. Hmm. And Taylor forces her way through past the Marines, telling oh, yeah. Weir that the Wraith are here in Atlantis. Yes. Thank God they listened to her. Yeah. Thank God we don't take this as another moment to be like, I don't know, Taylor, you're a little weird. So the the Marines start searching the city while Ford points out that there must be, it must be the Wraith of Kamikaze, the city. They Mm -hmm. beamed in right before they, you know, blew shit up with the ships. Yep. And Everett knows that about 20 to 30 darts crashed into the city. And internal sensors are down, so they have to rely on the life sign detector. You know, Mm -hmm. if they know where everyone else is, can find them. 
anyone outside is either the wraith or search parties. Yep. Oh, and Everett has a gene therapy, so we can make one more, too. Yeah. I can do the things, too. You're not the only one. Smart on his part. That way he's not, like, left out of things that he could be doing. And Taylor comes in with more Athosians. They want to help search the city, Mm because it's a big fucking city. And Everett actually softens a tiny bit. Well, he becomes aware. He's he just goes, smart. Here, here's if nothing else we learned this episode how how it, he's a smart dude. He's an adaptable. Yeah, he's adaptable. He's smart. He understands what it what it matters during yeah. fights. Yeah. Um, this is where I started crying. Go get some weapons. <laughs> yeah. <for you. laughs> this is where I did start crying. I will admit. It was so, tough times. We get the first of these amazing location-to-location shots of the city that really give you this amazing sense of scale and distance. Mm -hmm. And you really, you know, they said that the city's like the size of Manhattan. Yeah. But you get it. Yeah. Yeah. And um, Carson is back to the chair again, even though he doesn't want to be. McKay has no fucks to give Carson. Less fucks than before. Uh (laughs) He's exhausted. He's starving. There's no drones left. You can't hurt anything, Carson. He sends the link to the to the. Here's the thing. Here's what Carson should do. It's like, okay, fine. I'll sit in the chair. You eat a fucking sandwich. Yeah. Eat a sandwich in front of my face, and I'll sit in the chair while you're eating the sandwich. Exactly. Because we know that he cares. He does. He knows how much they care about each other. Yes. And cares about keeping everybody safe. Here's a fucking protein bar. Yeah. It's like here you go. I'm gonna sit in the chair. Eat. Here's some. Eat. Here's some drink water. Yeah. Drink water. <laughs> it's good for you. When was the last time you peed? Your kidneys are so pissed right now. Go around the corner. I wouldn't even care yeah, that you peed the whole way. Dude, yes. <laughs> um, and uh, then we fly to some Marines searching the city with Everett in the lead. And then we fly to Taylor and some Athosian searching yeah. the same thing. And then we fly to Ford, who's searching on his own. Who's gonna die, guys? Seemingly. Ford's gonna die. And we see a wraith behind a post as they pan by uh-huh. and he he goes poof i'm a wraith and then he throws ford to the ground and then he goes stalking up to ford and then john comes out bam 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 <laughs> and he kills the wraith yes this entire episode i just kept stra- screaming this is where ford dies like five this different is where times. ford dies i'm convinced that they're gonna kill ford i'm trying to just protect my heart I, i'm convinced that <laughs> Ford's gonna die. Someone we love is gonna die. Okay. And I've told myself it's Ford, and I'm probably wrong, so I'm probably still gonna be broken <laughs> by the end of the next episode. We're just gonna Game of Thrones your heart. But I, that's what I've told myself to like steal, because I feel like he's like the one that would hurt the most outside of like Carson. If they yeah. kill Carson, I'm just done watching the show. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> but <laughs> it's just gonna be like. Like snuffing out a puppy. Like, yeah. don't do it. Okay. <gasps> okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. 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 Yeah. Okay. So, um, and uh, where was I? Oh, yeah. We're just going to go do things, Ford, right? For, no, well, oh, first, okay, okay, for, okay. first Ford's like, that was awesome. Maybe next time you can be the bait. Yeah. And John's like, yeah, sure. Maybe. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's <laughs> yeah, actually yeah, yeah. We'll never. T- next time. <laughs> In the control room, Chuck tells Weir that they've heard from the Janai. They welcome an opportunity to open dialogue. And send one unarmed person. That person is weird. Again, where I cried. And Everett radios back that he will owe her a drink if she can pull this off. <sighs> she, but here, here's the thing. I love that she's like, the Janai are willing to talk. The one, one person unarmed. I'm ready to go. Yeah. It's like not a question. Nope. It's not like, hey, do you think I should go? Or, yeah, no, I'm oh, going. Oh, I'm thinking I should go. She's like, I'm going. Um, 
I love this part because it leads up to us finally seeing Weir shine at what Weir does. Exactly. Because if we remember, because I had forgotten. Yeah. That's what Weir is. She's a stellar negotiator. She's a negotiator. She's a negotiator with countries across the fucking world and ease tensions in ways that one could never imagine. Yeah. I'm so excited for the coming scene. Okay. 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 So we see the door open Uh on a Janai base and Weir with her hands bound behind her with Uh a blindfold led into a room with a single chair. And a man named... I don't remember his name. Janai dude uh-huh. is there surprised because I'm pretty sure it's spelt wrong in my Word document and I don't feel like going back and double checking. <laughs> um, but he's surprised and astonished that we would come here and have the audacity to show up herself alone. Because uh-huh. you know what? The Janai are actually delighted to see Atlantis fall. Motherfuckers. Of course they are. But they still regardless of if they fall, have something that Janai want, mm-hmm. the C4. Yep. And a chance to test their nuke with no risk. And even, a, you know, test it on the Wraith themselves. Mm-hmm. And we discover the Wraith actually landed and called there a yeah. week ago. They've already done the things. They found out in time. They got the reactor shut down. Hundreds of people were taken, sacrificed for the greater good on the surface. And thousands below were kept safe. So the Janai threat doesn't exist anymore. No, they're like, we've got nothing here. As far as the Wraith go, their planet's uninteresting now. They've taken everyone. And they really only asked someone here so they could trade them back Mm -hmm. to Atlantis in exchange for C4. Yeah. Now your life is worth C4. Ha ha ha. So Mm -hmm. they think. So back in Atlantis, Everett hears gunshots and the lights go out. And by the time they reach there, the man is dead and the Nakwita generator... Is completely destroyed. Hey, that sucks. He announces over the radio what's going on with the generators, and Taylor's team is fairly close to another one. John mm-hmm. doesn't meet her there. In the cell, Janai dude mm-hmm. is like, C4 for a nuke? That's a really shitty bargain. Uh-huh. Well, Weir goes, if you had the C4, what would you do? You'd incorporate it into your bomb, right? Into your nuke? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean... It's important when you do that then to test your brand new super-powered nuke, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Cool. Here's your chance to test your weapon on a Wraith hive ship at no risk to you. Still have enough to build more bombs afterwards. Yeah. If you're too stupid or too proud to understand how that is a good bargain, you're an idiot. This is the part where no matter how we retell this part, we don't do it justice. No. Savon, the actress is an amazing actress. Yes. Um... But to, so I've got to step in because as a communications major, yes. as a person who's, who's like learning and fine tooling all of these skills, she's like the epitome of, of what I'm learning. Yeah. It's like you learn all the, or all the, all the, all the, all the, the secrets to how people work and how minds work and how to appeal to someone and how to engage and how to deal with conflict. Yeah. And she's got... A blindfold on. Her yeah. hands are tied. She's got none of yeah. the tools of the trade, if you will, mm-hmm. except her voice mm-hmm. and, and, and her body language. Mm-hmm. And she's got the lower ground, and she still fucking comes out on top. Yeah. I'm a little turned on right now. Because he's, like, <laughs> careful with your words, and she goes, I'm way past careful. Take she's the- like, bitch, my words are my weapons. She's yeah. like, take the fucking deal or kill me. Yep. Wow. Yeah. She's just fucking, this is it. This is where we find out that she's just this, not that we didn't know, but here's the proof that you can cite later. She's like, oh, remember how Weir is a badass? Yeah. Remember how she's made of fucking nails? Yeah. The end. Her voice does not quiver any point in that either. No. No. 
And she doubles down. There's no sense of, you don't get this sense of like defeat ever. No. She's like constantly looking for her next opening. I would hate to play chess against this Oh woman. my God, no. Not only because I can't play. But <laughs> or poker. Yeah, yeah. There's no, she's going to find a way through. Yeah. Holy moly, she's so cool. So Zelenka is at the jumper, tag teaming with McKay in the chair room to get it working. Mm. And they're ready for Carson to focus. Come on, on bud. Powering the puddle jumper. Yeah. It's it's very much like in Kill Bill where the bride's like, wiggle your big toe. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Carson. Just wiggle just, your big toe. Just wiggle your big toe. And suddenly the jumper lights up. Yeah. He's done it. Yes! McKay finally sits down, completely exhausted. Mm-hmm. Almost no energy left. Like Buddy. a man who might get to finally sleep oh, for like half an hour. No. Um, And I should say this whole time he's been doing this work with a P90. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But Jeez. Weir comes through the gate with two Janai pushing two nukes. And Rodney hears this, no rest for the super smart. And no. McKay leaves Carson heading to the nasty. I love the test. way uh, Weir walks in, too. She doesn't walk in, like, I've triumphant, won! heroic. She's like, okay, the job's done. What's the next yeah, job? Yeah, give me the thing. Yeah. Okay, we got the nukes. Yeah. Go. Wow. Um, and also just the weight that David Hewlett puts into McKay yes. in these scenes. Yeah. Oh, He's, yeah. That man's exhausted. Everyone is so on point in these episodes. Yeah. Well, in every episode. Well, these episodes specifically require a certain amount of... Weight. Ability. Yeah. um, To be convincing. Yeah. Otherwise, they come across schlocky or too much or too little. Yeah, because, like, you can act tired and it just comes off as, like, "Mm." Yeah, well, it's just... (laughs) I do this thing, right, where we've learned by now that grace is all emotions. Really? I know how to tell if I enjoyed something or not, whether or not it makes me cry. Because regardless of what my mind is doing... The tears don't come if, if something isn't good, <laughs> is what I've learned. Because there's things where, like, oh, this is sad. Yeah. But there's no no tears. You know what I mean? I cried throughout this whole fucking episode. And, like... And, both times. And weirdly, the stuff that I sometimes cry at are things that no one should <laughs> cry at. <anyways>. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, Taylor and her people are in the middle of a firefight, Mm -hmm. a very intense firefight in the hallway. And in the very end, John and Ford show up and they finally kill the last of the wraith that had entraded the base. Yikes. The city. So here comes to her office, wherever it is sitting Mm -hmm. in her chair. And he has to admit that he is impressed and he does offer her, her own chair. He's not one for sitting. And it's like, this scene is almost his his version of a half a like an apology it's i think it's him i don't know that he thinks he needs to give her an apology no that's but i i think it's his version of like i understand what you're yeah like med props yeah you know yeah it's like it's more of a i made a mistake and i get it now yeah or or just the the way of he doesn't give Unless it's a, an actual military hierarchy, which I think is very different for him, he mm. doesn't give. He doesn't give someone approval, just respect yeah. automatically. Yeah. He visually has to see yeah, that. Yeah, she, she's earned his respect. Yeah, um, but McKay comes in with a new problem. Oh, the nukes aren't finished. Oh, he's gonna need about a day to finish them, which they don't have a day. Yeah. Hence the problem. Yay. 
Yikes. So Zelenka and McKay are working on the nuclear bombs, <laughs> and Carson comes in because they need more stimulants. Yeah. And they've already had a whole bunch, so Carson's like, I mean... Do we, should I keep you on this? What are they on? Are they just on coke? Maybe. Like, they're just fucking... There are Wait, their hearts gonna stop? Well, I think that's what Carson's slight worry is. I'm telling Carson, shove a power bar in their mouth they're and then be like, fucking, okay. They're just on Red Bull nonstop? I, I wish it was that light. I don't think well, that's no, what it is. What I'm saying, it's like concentrated yeah. like, in a syringe. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're doing cocaine. Yeah. They're doing cocaine. Liquid cocaine. (laughs) McKay is like, we're building nuclear fucking bombs. Staying awake is literally needed in this case. Um, And Carson's like, right on. I will be right back. Snappy. Snappy. (laughs) Although one would also argue you need your full mental capacity if you're building nuclear bombs. But sure. But also, what option do they have? Are they going to wait to let them nap for four hours? Yeah, no, you can't. No, I mean, can't. it's literally it's literally do or die. Zelenka at least says thank you. Yeah. Because it's Zelenka. Yeah. This is where I would have, like, the heart monitors on them. Yeah, And, probably. like, all the things just like, okay, fine, but you're wired up. Yeah. You're, and you got to stay wired up. So in the gate room, we see the injured evacuating to the alpha site, I'm assuming. And mm-hmm. Everett tells Taylor that he's sorry that she lost some of her people. Yeah. And she's like, thanks, but if those aren't the only people who died today. Yeah. And one of the jumper pilots radios that they have eyes on the hive ship. Yeah. I like I like um Taylor's answer here. Yeah. Because it's a reminder. She's like, No, we're part of this. Yes. We're not here helping. Yeah. We're yeah, part yeah. of this. Yeah, this yeah. These were like all of our people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he goes over Everett goes over the citywide and mm-hmm. makes sure everyone is ready and offers we're a chance to speak and she does another inspiring speech. Of course. Everyone gets 10 temporary hit points. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we see everyone working, getting in position. Um, beautiful, stunning music Ooh, soundtrack again. It's we, done. She knows how tired everyone is. She's, yeah. Her how speech much is... everyone has been asked of. Yeah. And, you know, hopefully the Daedalus is going to be here mm-hmm. anytime now. But until they are, their fate is in their own hands. Uh, and don't hesitate to get the fuck out. And you gotta change go, your bye. fate. <laughs> Would you? Hey, just want to remind y'all that when the shit hits the fan, just get the fuck out. Where the shit? Goodbye. Yeah, if the mission if the mission fails, uh, yeah, there she's gonna order evac and like do it, do it. Yeah. Hopefully, it doesn't come to that, but mm-hmm. don't hesitate. Damn. McCain's like finished just in time for Ford and some some others to of take course. the the bombs to the jumpers. Mm-hmm. McKay puts his head down for a moment until Zelenka nope. reminds him the chair room is next. Oh right. Uh-huh. And Zelenka goes with the bombs to make sure they're secure in the jumpers. Mm-hmm. And Everett reminds Weir that he owes her that drink. It's like, dude, I get it, but maybe not at the yeah. time. <laughs> yeah. And him and Taylor uh, leave to go to their positions. Yikes. Zelenka reminds them to be careful while moving the nuclear weapons. Yeah. Oh, I just got why he tells her he owes her a drink. That's his way of saying I'm not going to die. Yeah. Uh, duh, Grace. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm an idiot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's also like, don't you die. Yeah. Like, neither one of us Neither one of us is allowed to die. Because we Thanks, have to cash right. that in. Yeah. God, I'm stupid. Okay. okay. Taylor patrols the city. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, like... I'm, I'm like, I can't sit still in my chair yeah. even as we tell this. Okay. Um, um, John gets to the chair to fly the jumper. Mm-hmm. Uh, McKay finds the generator is not powering up 
like it's supposed Ooh. to, and we see all the lights flatline. Yeah. Which this part, you know, likely isn't good. Fuck me, this is bad. <laughs> Farts. Um, Taylor continues to stalk. I know, Kaylee. Guns are at ready at the balcony. Mm-hmm. Everyone is tense. Adrenaline is pumping. Ugh. And we see the Wraith Hive ships in orbit just pouring, bleeding yep. darts. Yep. Yep. Alarms sound in the control room incoming as we see the darts flying in and everyone open fire. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Somehow, not quite as dramatic in the daytime. I mean, still dramatic, but like the it, visuals. I, I don't know. To me, there's something about like, it's like watching the scary movie where the guy gets killed in the daytime. It's yeah. almost creepier. It is creepier. Again, I, to like to reference the movie Us and the end yeah. when it's daytime and they're all True. just fucked. True. Ooh. I guess it, I'm just visually, talking about it's the visually impactful. you don't have that contrast between yeah, that's the, the lights and, and the, the black sky. Intellectually watching it, True. knowing what's going on, just as terrifying. Yeah, you shouldn't be scared in the daytime. It's, yeah. it's something our brain tells us, like whatever our lizard brain decided yes. a long time ago. And you know they don't have a chair this time. Uh-huh. I'm not doing well. Okay. So, um... We see how this great shot of a dart hit and we follow it down till it crashes into the ocean between oh, yeah, the city that part arms. Was cool. In the chair room, John is yelling at McKay. He's like, I can't fucking do anything. The generator is failing. Oof. Zelenka notices nothing is happening to the jumper and he's like, ah, seriously, is this going to power? Hi, <laughs> right, guys. Um, the power's not working. Weir's like, where the fuck are the jumpers? Ah. And yeah. McKay realizes that they have used all the power in this uber juiced up generator already. It's dead. Yeah. So we can see John do all the math in his head. He knows in that instant exactly what he has to do. He mm-hmm. tells Ronnie so long and he runs out with McKay calling after him, Shit. also realizing what John is about to do. Uh-huh. This is like the eye conversation. Yeah. Where he's like, John, or, or Weir's like, John. Yeah. And he just looks at her. Yeah. And then she looks at him. And then it's like, <laughs> don't you fucking die. Yeah. And he's like, I'm not going to die. I promise. It's don't like, worry. Okay, but don't you fucking die. We get it. Well, we get a quasi repeat of that. Yeah. We see a Wraith shadow go across the screen as Everett patrols the city. We are radios to Everett that they have a problem as John runs past her telling her to wait. Oh, right. Weir is this not is where... dumb. Yeah. She knows exactly what John is about to do. And he's already running up the stairs to the jumper. He's like, got a blast. (laughs) He has to do this. She knows he has to do this. She knows he's the only one to do this. And she hates it. They both do. But she tells him to go. It's it's a lot. It's a lot going through their eyeballs at each other. Well, yeah. The conversation they have with their eyeballs. The eyeball conversation is is really intense. Yeah. So Everett asks um, for the jump status of the jumper, and Weir simply says that it's on its way. Yikes. As a wraith drops from behind Everett, hitting his gun out of his hand, he gives no shits, the wraith does, about Everett's pistol, mm-hmm. and just takes the shot, continues grinning, and leans over Everett as we pan away. is like, um, humans shouldn't be flying the jumper right now? Um, hey, that's but not Weir goes, what we just meant. prep the second jumper. Yeah. We hear gunfire, and we're call out to Taylor, and we see all the Athosians lying dead in this, mid-combat. I don't like this part at all, either. And there's one last gun, and there's no Taylor. Weir closes her eyes, assuming the worst has just mm-hmm, happened. Mm-hmm. John flies the jumper out, 
hoping that, you know. In my mind, I kept hoping that Taylor was with with John. Oh. But we, that's not the case. No. No. <sighs> um, he's, John is hoping that if he can take out one of the high ships, the other one's going to get scared, essentially, and bugger out of there. God, that would be nice. And Carson runs into the gate room, flying past everyone else, telling Weird that they're beaming in all over the place. They can't stay in the city. McKay's already there and agrees, but no. Weir says, we are not going anywhere yet. And she looks at the screen, and we see one blue dot amongst all the red heading in the opposite direction. And we see a single jumper in space. And he goes, you know, if this works, someone else is going to have to do this exact same thing. Yeah. Elsewhere, Ford has a team, and they get caught on a balcony. Wraith beam in in front and uh, behind them. This is where I'm like, maybe maybe someone saves him right here. Well, shit, fuck. Yeah. McKay then realizes that John is on that blue dot. Yeah. yeah and yeah, Weird yeah. doesn't say anything, except ask to help arming the self-destruct system. And Carson also watches with a bit of horror shock, also realizing what that blue dot means. Yep. Who not... Like, the face acting in this last scene is just... It's too much! Fucking good! It's too much. And we see this amazing defeated look on McKay's face. Whew. And, and we end it on a true hero moment. With John's face as he tells them that they haven't detected his approach. The weapon is armed and ready. And then he goes... He's going in. Invisible. He's already invisible. Oh, that's right. To be continued. <laughs> it's time feeling? to go. How are you feeling? I, I gotta go. I gotta go. I'm gonna go drink the rest of Nick's Goldschlager. <laughs> That's how I'm feeling. What is his nether? We're gonna uh, wait a whole summer for that. Fuck. Because that, y'all. Wait, let me let me look up and tell you. Hold up. I wanna tell you the time the, the time we had to wait. That's not fair. I appreciate you not making me wait that long. Yes. Um, because I might die. Um, of just, I, my body might eat itself. Um, also, so this, this aired in, in, in March. Uh huh. Um, we saw the Siege Part Three air in uh, July fifteenth. Uh, that's too many days. That's too many. Um. We'll see you guys next week with season <laughs> two, episode one. Season two, episode one. The Siege Part Three. Um, find us on Twitter at Terrapod at Terrapod. I don't even know. <laughs> find us on Twitter, Twitter at Terrapodcast. Find us on Facebook at There's No Place Like Terra. Email us There's No Place Like Terra at gmail.com. Patreon.com slash There's No Place Like Terra. Rate us, like us, review us on podcast things. Okay, I gotta go. You gotta go? Bye, guys. Okay. We're gonna go <laughs> now. We love you. Okay, bye. Bye.